Hello, everyone. It's time to eat, drink, and be merry with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. All right, it is time to eat, drink, and be merry with Diva Linda here on Big Blend Radio. Uh, every first Saturday, we get to chat with travel writer Linda Kazam. You know her as a food, wine, and shopping diva. And today, she's going to talk about her culinary adventures on her Scandinavian small ship adventure with Viking Cruises. And you can see her article up on Blend Radio and TV.com. And also follow her adventures at allingoodtaste.info. So welcome back, Diva Linda. How are you? Uh, very good. Thank you very much. Excited to share my uh, trip to Scandinavia with you. Yeah, yeah. so this was quite a big adventure, mm. right, for you. Um, going, you know, you hadn't been overseas for a while, so it was time, other than I Alaska been overseas and Canada. For a while. Yep, and, uh, and this was a two-week cruise, so that's a long time. Generally, they're four to seven days, maybe sometimes 10, but this is a full 14 days, and wow, uh, who knew? It was wow. great. Wow. And awesome. normally when you do Viking, I, I think you've always kind of done the, the river cruises, right? On the river boats? I love the river cruises. There's small 150 people, maybe, maybe a great uh, staff ratio to passengers. Food is great. Uh, they get to go to all the little places that a big boat can't go. And uh, mm. I love it. I, I prefer those, I thought. And then this opportunity came up and uh, I thought, at first I thought, no, you know, big ship sailing for me isn't exactly what I like, but then the itinerary was quite wonderful. I hadn't been to many places that, not I had been to all the places that we went to, I've been to some, but, um, and, and especially uh, the deciding factor was actually Poland. So, uh, on my side of the family, it's all Polish, and um, I think I'm second generation. I think my mother was born here, and then then myself. And uh, what a what a fun what a fun trip! What a uh, I, I like Viking because they do a couple things. So on the, it's the same thing as on the small ships as the big ships, which is hmm. you get a free tour in every port. Oh, so that's no cool. To yeah, yeah. It, it just comes with it comes with the um, with the price you pay, and it is spectacular. It's not like oh, I'm getting a second best thing, and not at all. It's generally a tour of uh, uh, the area and some guidance about what you're seeing, and uh, and it's not, generally not over two hours. So um, if you think about the um, the people who uh, go on the ship, which are 55 and above, uh, it's good to be able to choose because if they have the tour that you can go on for no cost, or they have like four or five tours in each port that you can purchase uh, a tour, a specialty tour. And so I'll give you an example. So on the last stop, I think uh, Alan decided he would go on a specialized tour to see all the Viking ships. Mm, in the cool. Viking Museum and go on a Viking uh, tour. And it was, I think it was uh, something very, very memorable for him. But I went on the regular one, regular tour, and it was just fabulous. And I just was walking around. And uh, I just think it's, um, these ships are, uh, 
So you can stay in your room the whole time you want because there is uh, service in your room. If you want to eat three meals in your room, have a nice day, you can do that. If you want to go out and eat uh, cafeteria style, it's not a cafeteria, but uh, buffet style, you can do that. And they are not chintzy on their buffets, I'll tell you that. And um, and then you can you have a choice of three other uh, dining experiences, which is quite wonderful. And uh, Italian, Asian, and American, I think. And each one has a very different flavor, vision, et cetera, for their food. I, I especially like the uh, Italian one this time. I thought it was quite remarkable. But it doesn't really matter. No matter what you do, including every day at 3 o'clock, you get to have tea. Is that not the best thing? Was, that's the first thing I was going to ask you is about you're going to Scandinavia. You have to have the tea. I know you love your tea time. And so I was so not expecting it. So it was a special, just really special. It's, it's um, A lot of people come to it. Uh, it's so close to dinner time that uh, you have to watch what you eat or decide not to have too much at dinner or not a dinner at all because it is quite it is a full afternoon oh, wow. tea. and it's mm. in the winter garden which is nice and light and they play music and you know everything you could possibly want uh, at a tea there it is who knew on a Scandinavian tour it's just fabulous mm. Wonder wonderful wow. and nice. I think it's great that you get off the ship and walk because if you know you know, you think about these big cruises, it's the food is always a big deal. But when it's something specialized, that's really nice, like the teas and, you know, but you've got to get in, out and walk it off. If you just sit in your room on a cruise and not explore the, I mean, everybody's different, you know, but you, yeah, could, but you, you know, go see stuff. Yeah, you got to go see stuff. That's yeah. what you're there for. Uh, yeah. This trip, I think, as I, I know, you've read my uh, article and you uh, noted to me, uh, as i as I was writing that, I didn't. Even, I just figured it out then. This is more of a foodie tour for me than it mm. was a shopping tour. Mm. Uh, so I spent a lot of time in uh, market halls. Uh, that would be where food halls and uh, and going on those kind of tours. And I thought for each city that we went to, I think I went on four foodie tours or more, probably more. And it wow. was. Uh, I think that's where you get to know the people. I mean, I like the tours around. I went on a boat trip once and just everything you can possibly think of. And uh, But I love going and seeing what are they eating? How are they presenting themselves in a food hall, whether you're in America or Japan, or in this case, you know, Oslo, Norway, if you go to a, a market uh, foodie hall, I think you just get to have a taste of whatever... Uh, Whatever is fashionable to them, not what is fashionable to them being the locals, rather than fashionable to uh, Americans or British or whoever uh, is uh, going, uh, is on that tour. Uh, I think we found mostly Americans on this tour. Mm. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah, I, that surprised yeah. you. You find more British mm. and um German sometimes, but yeah. uh, this was a very, very high-end tour, very high, very costly, and mm. uh, so uh, I don't. So it, it, the people that went on this trip loved to travel. They loved to get off the ship. They loved to buy the extra tours and go on them. You could buy, get by helicopter rides. Wow! Um, you know, I went on all these foodie tours, which was extra. Um, it was. Uh, you know, but I think Americans a, right now are just bursting to get out. They haven't been to Europe for a few years. So it's like, 
let's get her done. Let's get out there and explore. So that's probably so, why you're seeing more. Mm -hmm. I think so. It's uh, every place that we went was packed. Oh, I would have wow. thought there would have been sort of a maybe you'd see like three quarters to a half of what you might normally see in a tourist uh, tourist places that you go or mm. or local places that you go and there were mm. lots of people everywhere and they were all enjoying themselves it was really quite spectacular fun a lot, lot of fun the bus that we went on every bus was filled with our people and uh so it wasn't like only three people on the uh mm. ship would come off everybody wanted to get on something it was it was quite quite exciting and we should note that this isn't um full of kids running around right well that's interesting um <laughs> what's fun about viking and what i like about it at this age i wouldn't have liked it when i was you know still had a, a child at home and so for the money bring so you where nobody under 18 is allowed to come. There, uh, they have all sorts of um, things that make this a better thing. No children, no umbrella drinks. You get your wine and beer at uh, uh, lunch and dinner, free of charge. Uh, there's an alcohol package that you can buy that gives you absolutely everything and anything. You drink all you like and try everything you want. That's wow, a stumble off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had it life, once, but... twice, and it was just I couldn't drink. I couldn't drink enough for the for the price of it, and the price of it is really, really uh, good. There were uh, everything is uh, catered to uh, the adults, so there are cooking classes, there are wine classes, there are learning classes, historical classes. I mean, you name it. And Viking uh, cool. knows its audience, and in it, it uh, hope you know it. It stays with what it thinks uh, their their target market wants, and I like it. That was wonderful. The cooking classes and mm. the classes, like the history classes, do they go according to where you are sailing through, or does it go with just? Yes, they know? do. Yeah. So oh, that's uh, cool. That's mm. cool. That's very cool. You so you can learn a little bit more about local wines. You can learn a little bit more about local cuisine, uh, and. Uh, you know, well worth it. That's a uh, that surprisingly is an upcharge. Uh, I think it was like thirty dollars to do one, but I thought that was reasonable for what you were getting. Everything is reasonable. I mean, mm -hmm. and uh, and interestingly, on this ship, fourteen days, they now have a laundry. Uh, they have a laundry service that you can just dump your stuff in and pay for your laundry to get done. But they also have a laun uh, laundromat. Oh. Go do it yourself. You know, I think everybody yeah. sort of takes advantage of that late at night after they've done all their stuff and uh, it's free and uh, free, free, free. Hmm. This main everything is. Uh, yeah, I think that's really, really cool because you really do want to. Sometimes you just, you know, how you want to do your laundry. You know what I mean? I'm not the person to give laundry to somebody else. I'm not that yeah. way. I'm more like, I want to do, especially, and Nancy won't even let me do laundry half the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the results are, you know. I know it's, it's even down to the folding for me. I, I have a certain way of oh. like things folded, and well, she's the diva. And if, it, if it comes back in a different way, I often just you know shake it out. And they can ruin sparkles too. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You must be gentle with the sparklies. You know, gentle with the sparklies because uh, well, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> our our cabin steward said you certainly like uh, rhinestones. Yeah. <laughs> some of my shoes. And it was yes, just sort of coming please. off, so I had to, I had to yeah. sort of put those in a bag because it, it was I was sparkling too much. 
Well, this this is this is interesting too when you talk about shoes and everything. When you go on these kind of cruises, I mean, because I know you went over to Europe and you were gone for like a, a month or something. You were you were in mm -hmm. Scotland. You did all these different things. Any any tips on packing? And I mean, how much luggage do you take? And I'll basically, how much does Ellen carry? <laughs> <laughs> well, you quickly learn, especially if you have to take trains. Any trains. Uh, Pack as little as you can. Really, if you really have forgot something you need to buy it, buy it. I mean, that's our that's our new model. So uh, I think I took two pairs of shoes this time, one one wearing and one uh, in the in the wings to wear, and uh, and enough for like four days, enough clothing for about four days, and they all should be washable. You should be if you don't have uh, access to a laundromat. It should be washable in the sink. Mm -hmm. No, there you goes Nancy's favorite whether thing. It's in, mm -hmm. Whether it's in your uh, hotel room or whether it is in your uh, cabin room on a cruise. But not yeah. a lot. Don't bring a lot because it is very difficult in some situations. Some hotels, it seems the elevators go out a lot. So you're going to have to, or, the, or they, even the fancy ones sometimes don't have elevators and you have to take your stuff upstairs yourself or try to find a porter that will do it. Uh, going on a train, if you have these big honking American suitcases, forget it. It is just, you better have yeah. somebody who has uh, a great amount Muscles. of muscle. Yeah, I, I couldn't anymore. You know, you have to go up, you generally have to go up three steps to get on and off a train. Mm. And if you have this big bag, because <laughs> I know this because I did it the first time, and then you can't you can't wheel it down the aisle and oh it just you know you have to put it this out. reminds just, me of you and henry remember the conversation basic boy and the diva henry yeah. the pilot <laughs> the world traveler and the two of you had this conversation and yeah. you're like well i take all this 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 and he looks his eyebrows go big and then he you, he's like well i just travel like this and your eyebrows went big like, like what do you mean turns out he but was right well yeah, it turns out he was you know it's really quite wonderful if you can get everything you need four days two shoes etc in uh a carry-on mm. now everybody that i know that's been to europe lately has had a horrible time with luggage being lost transferred oh open, spilled, cool. whatever just just yeah. awful we we sailed through the entire time our, our luggage was on time nobody got uh nothing was taken it was it was just fabulous but Generally, something happens. I mean, I've I've been in towns uh, at the airport where down comes my suitcase. It's wide open. My underwear is, you know, flying everywhere. And yep. people are trying to help you, but yes. See, but this that's it. My underwear has been left in places. Oh my gosh! In the I, airport. Even one one bed and breakfast calls us. <laughs> we're we're driving off to the next destination, and she calls. Lisa, you left your knickers. And yeah. I'm like, what? Because they, yeah. they have a laundry there for the guests, which is kind of unusual in this B&B, &B, mm. but it's a big B&B. &B. And she says, I think you lift your your knickers. Um, and I'm thinking, well, mm. how do you know they're mine? Like, because she knew I was doing laundry. Mm. And, she's, and she says, do you want me to mail them? She, I'm like, oh, heavens no, just toss them. You know, toss she goes, well, them, yeah. I don't want you to be running around without them. <laughs> like, well, there you, you go. Know. So, but apparently mm. I have left them. I mean, anyway, they just end she up. She needs a trail of underpants. Where yeah. Does she yeah. I mean, it's, 
I can have it's the a, underwear route. Well, you know, in the high desert out by Joshua Tree and all those areas, they have those shoe trees and then there's bra trees. Well, Lisa's got a knicker tree of some. But one day they'll all Holy come cow. back to her, you know, I don't know. But there's there, apparently I leave them in places. I don't know. But it is true about keeping it really small because yeah. one thing too, like with all the bed and breakfast we go to these Victorian um, B&Bs, one, you're going up to the turret and oh. I'm like, you can barely fit even your body up those little stairs. And if you're going to take the big suitcases, yeah, which I did, because that's how we travel with the tour, I was looking at Nancy going, you know, really, uh -huh. this is this, we're done with this. I'm tossing the suitcases out. I'm tight. Nancy's like, oh, no, you're not. I'm like, oh, yes, I am. I'm not carrying mm -hmm. this up here anymore. Because, and then if you're in a smaller room, aren't the rooms in Europe, especially in the historic establishments, smaller than our American kind of style hotels? Well, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'll tell you also, if you're traveling in airports, this is mm. the first time we've had this happen, but we went to a different airports than we've been before. The airports, tourism is such a big deal in uh, most of Europe, as you already know, that they've had to expand from little tiny airports to mega or medium size. And this oh. doesn't mean that they did it correctly. It means they just, they had an airport and they needed more room, so they kept building out in satellites, right? Yeah. So this time we found to get from to to make a transfer was often a 30 minute walk and i am not exaggerating you had to walk wow. from one end of the airport all wow. the way to the other oh it was uh if you you know if you're expecting that it's one thing but you know if you started to collect things to go home with and bought a sweatshirt <laughs> or well, you know, the, the luggage gets heavy and heavier as it's time to go home. So uh, I would just say some of these airports were just great, like Copenhagen. I've never seen mm. anything like it. It was, I thought we'd <laughs> never get there. And I, and, and they only give you like, I think they must have a 45 minute law that says, a rule that says you, you can, you can make any uh, place, uh, you can make any exchange or uh, transfer within 45 minutes. Well, not if you're, you know, not if you're above 55 and you don't have the right shoes on or, or your bag is too heavy or. But this is you know, really good. Whatever. This is good info mm. for people to plan and be prepared. So, because I mean, it's, you know, these are the things when you travel, I mean, it, you're going to have some bumps in the road that you may mm -hmm. not like, but if you're prepared for them, you can, you know, get through. And pack accordingly better. and be accordingly. And, and yeah. just, uh, it's really, uh, I, I think almost every one of those transfers that we made was a, a minimum of 15 minutes walk if carrying luggage, meaning, you know, yeah. it's not just you, anybody can do 15, 20 minutes, half hour, but when you're bringing along your suitcase and, you know, God knows mm -hmm. I have to have a whole container for all my cosmetics and pills. So, you know, that's another one. And I mean, it's just, uh, mm -hmm. pack it's good to have you know, the luggage that stacks too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, I just found uh, luggage to be a real pain. I remember my very first trip out of the country, um, opening my suitcase at the airport in Kenya in front of people. And I didn't see anything wrong with that, but I hadn't had the experience enough to do that. And all these hands came in and underwear was disappearing and blouses and things were being taken almost like in shock. I'm like, 
what are you doing? I'm like, they're just thieving right there in front of you. And, and there's security people and they're just looking at like, you're dumb. You must be American, you know? Kind of. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> well, it's true because I, I had no idea that, and I don't know that that would happen today, hopefully mm. not, but it, it was quite shocking to me mm. that people would just reach in and steal. You know, well, when you're right maybe there. they just thought you were setting up a market, you know. I know, it's like here, I'm just <laughs> making all my clothes. You know? Yeah. Go, going oh. back to the ship. Well, that's the thing too. I mean, traveling light, you have less chance of being pickpocketed and and you know, mm -hmm. robbed. And when you've got things, you know, compact and in con in control, right? Then you're you're good to go. Um, yeah, so travel light is the key so and then mm -hmm. when you're getting on a ship you, you know those rooms are never not the huge they're not massive so you don't want your room to be all luggage and you trip over and and i i remember europe the cars not being like the huge suvs you know the mr biggs like we have here no. either yeah. so no, yeah no. so everything is small and compact and uh mm -hmm. and there therefore you know Pack, pack for four days. That's, that's a, probably that's the maximum. You know, I like wear the to... same colors. You know, try to get the same color pad. You know, Monday shouldn't be pink and Tuesday blue and you know Thursday mm -hmm. denim and and Friday something else. No, no, try to get it all sort of one color palette, and that will help you exchange stuff yeah. and uh, always stuff that can be layered. Because even if they yes. tell you oh it's going to be uh, 60, 65 degrees, it turns out it's forty five degrees. Mm -hmm. you're scrambling for it for something that you don't have so uh you know and then you, and then this, especially if you're going someplace rainy then mm -hmm. you have to find a, a some kind of jacket that is both a rain jacket and a mm -hmm. regular weather jacket um, you know you this you sort of can do this by hit and miss and certainly when you get into a certain country they have uh they know what their weather is like, and therefore they have suitable clothing for you to pick up, which is kind of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing is get it while you're there. You can travel, go on the airports, and then you can dump what you don't have, donate it to a, a charity, mm -hmm. or you know that kind of thing. When you're on the ship, your suitcase. <laughs> yeah, just open the suitcase like Nancy. But the one thing you also mentioned in your article, so you had all these amazing dining experiences and you know, uh, cooking classes, wine tastings, all of that amazing things, uh, obviously all these excursions, but you also got pampered. Apparently spa treatments mm. are a whole other thing too. Ah, mm. ah. I'm telling you, uh, I think ships in general are well-known, cruise ships are well-known for their uh, spas uh, that, that are on board. Now, Viking doesn't do spas on the smaller um uh, scholarships they only do it on they don't do it on the river cruises they only do it in this and and this ship was only could only carry a total i think a max of 900 which if if you really think about it wow. uh is really nothing compared to the ones that can do 2000 3000 4000 um but the spa was wonderful they had a um the only this one was interesting to me because generally when you go uh, to a, on a cruise spa, there's like I don't know 10, 10 different things that you can choose from. You know this done that done whatever. But they pretty much decided that the type of facial that is good for everybody is something called a hydra facial, and I thought it was quite mm -hmm. wonderful. Uh, you know it's about an hour hour and a half, 
Uh, then you oh, can wow. go use the other facilities. You can go use the cold pool, sit in the ice room. Yes, they have an ice room that you can sit in, just like a steam room. I'll uh, go do the steam room. Thank you very room. much. Yeah, I know. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, but I, that's a huge <laughs> thing. People will do that. And and in Europe, I mean, right. I have friends that, that dive into ice, frozen yep. ponds and stuff, you know, in Switzerland. So, um, but, you know, you can't beat the Europeans on beauty uh, treatments. No. And, and they, no, I mean, this was, yeah, no, it was spectacular. And there is, uh, on, on most ships nowadays, you don't tip until the end of the cruise. Uh, so you're not handing out dollar bills or whatever to uh, staff as you go along. There are no, there's no tipping from the day it starts. Uh, on the last day, the, the cruise uh, person sends you something that says uh, that the staff would appreciate a tip and this is sort of the guidelines for it. And, oh, that's and cool. it's still very reasonable, very reasonable. And I thought, oh God, here comes a $500 bill for two weeks, but it wasn't at all. So, um, but the spa, getting back to the spa, you do tip separately, which I, which I found was interesting. I'm not clear why they do that. It must be some sort of a contract. It might be a separate, yeah, that might be a separate. Totally separate, yeah. But it was wonderful. I, I highly recommend that you, uh, when you're figuring out how much money you're going to spend aboard the ship that are off the ship, a spa treatment. For the men and the women, the massages are wonderful. The uh, you can do a couple's massage if you want, single massage, uh, and again, I do. I like the facials. I, that's what I really enjoy. So uh, I would rank it in the top three spas that I've been to, and I've been to an. Wow. I go to a spa man. once a month. Yeah, I mean Phoenix is is uh, known for its spas all over the place. So I go to one, and uh, and when I'm not in Phoenix, I if I have some somebody in Seattle, and when I'm not when I'm around the country, I kind of like eating food. It's interesting to see what sort of European beauty treatments are available. It's just one more sort of uh, thing to tick off. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. You should do it. I think um, was it a hundred and seventy five dollars? I think or somewhere in that range for about. 90 minutes and I think that's fairly comparable to what one pays mm. most other places mm. well I think Europe is you know cost effective for Americans right now I know England for sure um everyone mm -hmm. should get their butts out there now you know it's it's, <laughs> it's time to travel you know to Europe and, and England so um that's that's a that's a positive um so you've got uh, you know I know that you had all these wonderful dining experiences and you said Italian was one of your things which I think that is so cool was there was I mean was it like every night you could go do something different was the Italian food on the ship I mean what tell us about yeah, so that because you're going to Norway and here you are eating Italian food. I, I know well what's very interesting is that as soon as you sign up you uh you sign into their portal so everybody has a page or a, a portal on their portal and um this is your page to sign up for things prior to getting on the ship. And one of the things you sign up for is reservations to these um, uh, different uh, restaurants. And uh, mm. at first, I, I hadn't remembered how that works. But as soon as I got into it, I found that <laughs> uh, it was open. They opened up reservations like at uh, 9 a.m., East Coast time, which is 6 a.m. Uh, West Coast time. 
by the time I got on it at 9 a.m. our time, almost all oh, the restaurants, the tours, the spa, a lot of the choice prime wonderful uh, spots had already been taken. Oh, really crazy. So I thought, well, uh, so, uh, but I was able to get some, most people want to do the dining and so forth and the spa and the tours right when they get there the first, like, I would say five, seven days. And I just booked further out and it was, it was fine. But what I did find was that a lot of people uh, misjudge how, how uh, draining these tours can be. And uh, so when it comes time for their reservation, they've canceled it. So you can go down either in the morning around 10 and ask how their how their reservations are doing, or you can show up at a time and say any space for me and they're happy to accommodate you. That's, that's cool. It's, you know, it's so funny you said that because we have some friends that are out in, in Florida and they're doing like everything, you know, every, I mean, it's just one thing they've got friends going, Oh, you got to go here. And then another friend is like, Hey, and the one was just like in bed in the hotel room and the one's like, come on, we're going to go here. And he's like, no, no, I'm tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. tired. I need I'm a vacation. So that's why you need this no exactly so they're like here's this big vacation and they're looking at their how much they've actually walked on their on their you know adventures mm -hmm. and they're just yeah. like i'm done now i'm done i'm tired i'm tired you need a vacation tired, from yeah. the vacation well that's when the well, spa was, comes in yeah see? i mean they have this thing time so that you do not have to be uh inactive any time of the day up until bedtime and bedtime for some people was 10 11 12 you, they have stuff going on 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 the ship let's just say on the ship and, until midnight i mean wow you get back from your tour generally the tours are in the morning and then uh you get back for lunch and then there's stuff to do between lunch and dinner and then there's stuff to do after dinner lots of music that's what Ooh. i really want to uh, this is sort of an artsy cruise too lots of really interesting musicians nice all type of music uh, that you that you not not real you know rock and roll or anything but very very nice soft music the whole time trios duos singles and one of the things that I, I started when I got out there I start, started noticing all this beautiful art there's art everywhere and then when I was in the spa waiting for my turn the receptionist said well did you see do you know what any of this stuff in this room means and I said no but it's beautiful well it all had Tons of meaning. Every everything on that ship has was chosen for a reason. And if you take the art guide, you know, it's it's you put the uh, headphones on and and uh, step up to a painting or set up to a sculpture. Everything, everything has some sort of trellising. Uh, why is that wood plant right there? What you know? Why did they do this? Why did they do that? It's a. It was a. I'm oh, going to say cool. probably a two-hour tour. You wow. just sort of just walk, the ship. walk three, four levels, I think three levels. And um, I, I just, the art was just astounding. It was beautiful. It was unique to the trip. You know, they did a lot of Scandinavian stuff, not all, but a lot. And uh, who knew that it all had such meaning and such meaning hmm. to the ship. So it was uh like I said, you you won't be bored. You can't be bored. You just can't. Even mm -hmm. if you don't want to read the activities, if you get up out of your room and just walk to the Explorer's Lounge, which is at the front of the ship where you get to see uh, uh, just the, 
big, huge view of the front of the ship and um, and what's in front of the ship. And um, even if you just walk that far, you would probably see gaming going on everywhere. Um, there's a library that you can look at. I mean, you do this art tour. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, I like if I if I'm going to do um, big ship cruising, I would do it with biking because I think it just uh, it makes a lot of sense. Just everything, you know, the, their staff is great. But generally, when you go on a cruise, you have a good time. I think. Mm -hmm. um, I just think this one is just a little bit more uh, tuned in, dialed into uh, the target market and uh, and what they want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One question nice. to ask is, how is the internet on these? Just thinking on the planning, because I remember Europe, everyone's like, the internet's terrible. And um, Oh, remember when we had to go and sit and get a card to use, you had to pay for it. Oh, Lord. No, no, this free, you can do it from your room or anywhere on the ship. Wow. Just like at home, though, there are on occasion, the network's too busy to be going too fast. But I would say I was able to do all my emails, my text. Um, I had some things that I had to, I, I took the big computer uh, rather than the small one because I needed to, uh, to finish up some stuff. But I would say out of 10, I would give it a eight. Okay. Really would. You know, this access, would be... Which is fine really cool for writers you mm -hmm. know what I mean because you need to have that calm time but then that stimulation and sometimes people watching helps and getting off into a new place mm -hmm. kind of stimulates it would be a good place to get some writing done Absolutely. you don't have to cook mm -hmm. you know well, that's the important thing anything and, yeah, yeah I like that I mean you don't have you, to make your bed you don't have to oh we like that Oh, that's great. <laughs> I mean, you can sit out on the balcony. Um, cool. I mean, there's just so much that you can, uh, quiet time that you can have if that's what you prefer, mm -hmm. or if you're getting bored, you know, just start walking around. There's, uh, I'm amazed at all the stuff they, they were offering. They uh, they had little Broadway shows at night sometimes. And, oh, cool. Um, that's nice. They, they brought is, in, this, this is kind of, they brought in a magician. So the magician huh. flies into the port that you're going to. And so you know what this means? This means that sometimes the magician or the singer or whatever misses their connection. Oh. And so, yeah, but it's really interesting to see how they punt. They do a good job and figure out something else. Uh, once the magician did get there, he did one night and he was there for three nights, I think. And uh, <laughs> he hurt his hand. He broke his hand. He hurt his hand. He did something. Oh. That's it for the magician. And that's like two nights they had to fill. And um, so what they did was, I think on one of those nights they did, instead of him um, doing a full magician show, they did a thing like, how do you be a magician? What are some of the tricks of the trade that he could oh, that's share? Cool. And all that. So, so that was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the cool. singers, uh, one of the singers didn't show up because she wanted to do something with her family. So they pulled somebody off the off the staff to come in and sing. And they were fabulous, which is absolutely fabulous. <laughs> well, no, there's a lot of people, That's a cool. lot of musicians I know that are working musicians on board mm -hmm. just for that reason. And they've done cruise ships and they're that they're on call. And sometimes one night they're performing, the other nights 
they're serving food. It's, 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 yep. a, it's another way of life. I, I mean, that's a, I, I thought that was a cool thing. I was like at one point going, hmm, why, why, I know. why am I doing why that? This I doing is before that? the magazine. Yeah. Before the magazine. And I was thinking of like, Ooh, that's cool. But that what, is cool. Uh, and the magician, yeah. their, I mean, me, their talent, what I thought was very, very good. And uh, the shows were good. Everything's good. I mean, they work, they work at this. You can just tell that. I think we were the last ship to sail for the season. And, what, you know, sometimes if you're the last ship to sail, sometimes the food isn't quite as good because they're not ordering some of the specialties oh. and stuff. Um, but not here. Uh, all the talent came. Well, they could. They didn't just fly to one to stay home. Uh, you know, everything was just as it should be. Lots and lots of food and um, different types of food. And it was uh I don't know. I think it was just a really, really good experience. Mm. And I really encourage anybody who uh, who has a, is, a desire to travel but doesn't want to drive a car around. Mm. Uh, so we went to, you know, we went to Germany, Poland, Sweden, uh, all sorts of places. Denmark. Was, yeah. Denmark, Norway. Yeah. Oh, chocolate. Norway. Oh, yeah. and chocolate. Yeah. One of those places that we went to in the market. Ooh. It's something called Fleurabelle or something like that. The mm. most exquisite chocolate I've ever had in my life. They were like chocolate bombs, but they were just beautiful to look at mm. and so good to eat. You know, those are the kind that you wish you could take home. Uh, we went to another chocolate shop. Very interesting. Their big deal was chocolate-covered licorice. Oh, wow. Ooh. I gotta think so about good. that. <laughs> oh well, I you know, I they give they give you various samples, and I thought, oh, Ooh. oops, and, you know, I, I think this is an oops. It was the best on the plate. It was wonderful. See, wow. wonderful. Uh, I I interesting. I, am, huh? I don't put licorice in front of me. I will I will eat it all. I ah. love licorice. I mean, but I mean real lick, like not the Twizzlers yeah. stuff. No knocking the yeah. Twizzlers, but I mean yes. the dark. The real licorice. That oh God, give me good licorice. I love good licorice. This would have been the place for you. We brought yeah. This is awful. We we brought some to take home. It didn't last the cruise. (laughs) See, see, that's it. Okay, so that's what we. Okay, so champagne. We were, you know, Peggy Fiendaka, LDV Winery. You brought her on the show, and we were talking about this on the show the other day about Mm -hmm. just you. corn dogs you were talking about pairing wines with corn dogs and we're talking about Absolutely. stuff i'm like well oh. nancy and i like bubblies <laughs> like if it's prosecco cava or champagne and licorice it's uh-huh. like a whole other experience and then it's if cool. you do have like the twizzler type licorice but even like you can get good licorice that still is like the vine and then you bite the ends off so it's like a straw, Make a straw. and then you sip your champagne sip through it. it it's just it's a whole really funny yes it I does kind of it does yes. kind of bubble up yes a bit so you gotta be careful we learned this oh, from boy. vegas because we had yeah, we were printing we were, a magazine and i think we were published i think we were crazy. and we were celebrating it was just one of those <laughs> long processes where you everybody wants to kill everybody hmm. just the printer mess up the <laughs> third yeah. printing or something you know it's just one of it's those one of those and at the end so we finally then we ordered champagne and they gave us little dinky champagnes with straws. And Nancy and I are like, champagne with a straw? Yeah. Oh, boy. 
oh boy, that was a danger zone. We, you know, everybody's, you know, normally you'd go play little casino games or whatever, not the tables, that's dangerous. And next thing you know, Nancy and I were giggling like children while well, these bubbles going to our heads and ended up in the children's arcade playing children's arcade games with our dinkies of champagne and straws. I'm just telling you, it's a whole other world out there. Champagne and licorice. Yeah. Who knew? I'm so excited to try that. Yeah, I didn't know you like licorice either. I didn't know that. See, but you and I have good taste on that kind of thing. You've always yeah, salsas, yeah. pickles. Are you still eating yeah. pickles? Oh, God, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Good. I'm hungry now. I want licorice. Thank Pickles you very and much. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm. Ooh. With a good salsa. That's With really salsa. good. That's mm -hmm. really good. But the pickles in the, the sandwich grilling. Oh, oh wait, it's yeah. so good. I know. Put a little mm. bit of salsa in there too. Why not? Salsa. Yeah. I like it. All right. And avocado. Okay. Now we're just Followed building by on champagne thing. and licorice. Yes, exactly. And corn dogs and corn dogs. Well, everyone, you can see Diva Linda's article up on blendradioandtv.com. It'll also be in a future digital magazine, one of our big blend magazines. So check that out and keep up with her at allingoodtaste.info. She's on the show every first Saturday. And also keep up with us because we have a special edition shopping magazine coming out uh, for the holiday season for all the time. And it's really all about buying local and, and travel and going to downtowns and uh, Linda's interviews in there and article too. Too, so we're excited about that. So there it is, everyone. Keep up with us, bigblendradio.com. Thanks so much, Diva Linda. <laughs> oh, thank you. This was fun. And, and everybody go, go travel, you know, onward, yeah. onward, people. Mm -hmm.